what are we called? We'll call this one the Muscle and the Hustle Jubilee. The Jubilee. The special edition. Special edition. Welcome along, guys. That's our hundredth episode. Tony is well, you know what? Tony's in France now. Are you France? I'm in yeah, I'm in France at the moment. Yes. He's, he's in the French Alps. I'm still in Bangor. Nothing changes my life. Tony's just I don't know, it's fucking infuriating. But we're here, hundred episodes. Who'd have who'd have funk it? Who'd have funk it? <laughs> I honestly didn't think I never thought I'd get roped into losing a hundred hours of my life with no payments. With nothing to got back. Oh, you didn't even get the ball trimmer like I did. I get the manscape. Share out the manscape. Share out the manscape. All I get is bad. All I get is abuse from anybody I'm with at the time, and I go fuck out podcast. No, I gotta go. See you later. My mumby's like, are you fucking serious? Uh, so, yeah. yeah. It's a prison sentence that never really ends. It just comes in one hour a week. Like. One hour every week. It's like it's like imagine an old employer. An old employer rang you up and goes, "Right, you need to come in for a shift every every Sunday at six to seven. Right, and that's it. You're not going to get paid." And you go, "Right, that's absolutely excellent. I'd love to do that." Uh, <laughs> you don't get paid, and you just get abused nonstop. But 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 remember, we used to do half eight or half seven on a Friday morning. Yes, very very true. Actually, but fuck, that was a tight shift. That was a teacher. Well, we mix and match. It just depends on the schedule. Like it's just because of the the confrontation with like fucking Australia spot. Here, before we dive in any further, did you see the edit that Lee McGovern made of me with the 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 Nando's bomb thing? Fuck me, that is hilarious. No, I didn't see that. I did. Right I did you know what I did see? People are starting to go against the headband. Obviously, everybody fucking hates the headband, but here it doesn't matter. That just lights my fire more. Uh, I'm I love, I love to see it. I, I'm going to wear fucking two of a can in my next gym session. Well, at least uh, you're not going for colourful ones. I have a colourful one. I've got a camo one. I sent you this photo that Lee McGovern. Special shout out to him because he's a funny fucker. Absolutely priceless. Look at that. Isn't that absolutely excellent? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can put that as the. You should have put. You can put that as this week's thing. Too bad we can't. But. Uh. It's this not. It's not a bomb. I will post. We'll post it up. We'll post it up on tomorrow. Yeah, there That's you go. Good. You can give credit to them. I'll give you his art. It's funny as fuck. So, hi people. Uh, people enjoyed that story. A lot of people says it. It possibly couldn't. It probably didn't happen. But I was like, oh, really? I. I was like, Tony wouldn't. Tony wouldn't have the. He wouldn't have the artistic direction to make up such a story. <laughs> it's too. You wouldn't have the imagination for that. I would have made up something far cooler if you get me. Uh, I was trying to fucking blow up Anandos. Uh, it was just a grim. Uh, do you know what I think it is as well? Though, like whenever I know I'm telling you that story and I'm telling everybody that's listening, I'm like putting more of like a what's the best way to explain this? Like putting more effort into telling it. Whereas whenever I came home and I like I whenever I told my mum it, I was like, you won't believe this. Like a fucking ten of the odor went off my bag and fucking spread, and the person beside me thought it was a fucking bomb. Like it wasn't like I was. I I almost like it, what do you call it? What's the best way to explain this? Like, I almost put more effort into telling it, so then it sounds like where I'm giving more detail and stuff. But that's because I feel like if you don't, then it just sounds fucking shite. Uh, yeah. But like, people are free to believe whatever they want. My life is absolutely going well enough that I wouldn't fancy if I was going to tell a lad, say something like I'm a big cock, not a fucking try to light a bomb in Nando's or right, something. I well, didn't know that's not true either. That's what I mean. You can tell when I'm lying. My heart rate goes for the roof, starts sweating. <laughs> well, that's normal. That's normal. The sizey. Um. Another couple of things from last week's. There's a couple of things. Um, people want to play a drinking game. 
Um, how many times does someone say it's one of those things where every episode? Do I say that low? <laughs> it's one of those things where you do say it a bit and you also say, well, practically. <laughs> I say it practically and I also say, do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I say them quite a bit. <laughs> People say we should do a drinking game. It's one of those things where. <laughs> You'd be fucking loaded. <laughs> I do say that quite a bit. I say 100% quite a touch. Uh, now, I've noticed since we started this podcast, I've started saying 100% a lot, and I couldn't work out where I got that from. It's so annoying when you pick up how other people speak, and it's just, I'm actually thinking now before I speak for the first time in about 27, 26 years. So I'm sort of like, oh, fuck, am I going to say it's one of those things? <laughs> so we were we were talking, we were, well, first of all, we tried to get on guests, but guests won't won't come on at the weekends because seemingly they have lives which is unfortunate oh. for us so we were just back well we weren't really back and forth and we were just thinking about topics and one of the things that came up is what have we learned about ourselves and about each other in the last hundred <laughs> last hundred episodes well technically 102 maybe yeah I, and then other ones were we'll dive in we'll dive into the other ones I would say what would you say is probably one of the main things you've learned well, first thing you well, first thing we learn is people are actually listening, <laughs> which is a which is a weird concept. When when you put them out, you don't know. Like we do, we do see numbers and we see the analytics, but it's I when people writing like people when, write to me about it. So I, when people start writing to you and then people start coming up to you, and then people start knowing you from the podcast, which is which is a, another weird sort of tangent that you're like fuck. Right, so I'm I'm not just that DJ anymore. I'm the fucking guy from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you're kind of thinking, oh, that's the fella does the uh, DJs, but he also has a bit of a podcast. But now people are coming up to you going, oh fuck, ah, you're the boys with the podcast. It's a, it's. it's a, so in my opinion, what I've learned is it's it's the same. It reinforces that for me every time you do something, you stick to it for a long time period. The longer you stick at something, the more effort you give it, the better it does. Like we've gave the podcast a solid effort for a long time period now, and as a result, it does quite well. And I just think every time you stick to something like that, it reinforces that if you put in a bit of effort, it pays off because our listenership is it practically doubles year on year. So yeah, it's one of the things where like if we were at say 100 people or say two i think it was two say it was 200 people or 250 300 for the first year yeah. and then now it's like say five to 600 to 700 an episode it's doubled to plus more so then it's one of them ones where even if next year you get a 50 percent increase or a 100 percent increase again yeah you're getting or a wee bit more you're getting a thousand people an episode like that'll be one of the top in northern ireland and it's not because we put in it's it's not because it's the best, but it's because it's consistently good, better than perfect once in a while. Whereas I feel like the only way a lot of PTs or coaches or even per- people who do the podcast, they get the perfect guest on every week rather than just putting out an episode. And sometimes I find when you talk the shit, it's like when I sit with my mum and we have a cup of tea at night and we're watching telly, I usually get the most gold from her when I'm not expecting it. Like do you know yeah. we life gems that people give out? Yeah. Like do you know that wee bit or whenever you're chatting to somebody random and they give you that wee bit of gold, it's when you're not expecting it and it's whenever you're talking about something, you go down that rabbit hole and then you get that just boom, that we thought, that we transcend and thought where it's just like that is worth its weight in gold. Whereas I think if you're just doing one every once in a while, do you know where people are getting on these fucking special guests that their own listeners don't even know who yeah. the fuck they are? Yeah, well that's 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 part of the issue where you're building your podcast for a guest and not about the host. Or exactly. the or the people doing it. Like it's like like we see a lot of podcasts coming and going since we've started. 
Oh my god! Everybody, and we see ones that, the, that stop and then go again. Like so, ones that started before us, or like on episode fifty. And you're like, how the fuck? And then you realize, oh, they didn't do anything for nine months. But that ruins your listenership. Oh, you about it, if you if you went if you go in every Monday and there's a, a new episode on, and then one Monday it's missing. That's okay. But if it happens to get randomly, yeah, it's just it's, it's just not good because you're gonna dis- disengage. Like. Well, even if we miss by five or six hours, we have people emailing us going, "What's the story here?" Lads? Yeah, and you lose listeners over that at times. Like. Yeah, well, we the thing about Anchor is also all our podcasts are hosting Anchor. Anchor are always updating their system because it keeps getting it's unbelievable. So it keeps getting better almost monthly. So they'll send you an email say between these times it all and it is it is always a Monday, Monday morning, seemingly fucking it must be their quietest time. Uh, Monday morning they update their systems. So the very odd time, like once every couple of months. Ours is delayed to like two o'clock. And people do email to say where it is, but and that's a good thing too, you know, it's, it shows that there's people as us part of their morning routine, which is kind of weird to think that they're having their coffee in the morning, and Tony's talking about his dick, and I'm trying to change the subject. I only brought it up once. Stop bringing it back up. You obviously want to talk. You about brought it up once in this in this it's podcast already. You brought it back up. So realistically, <laughs> you brought up my private parts as much as. Oh, I brought them up, so technically you've been thinking with them a bit more. But that's probably something that we have learned too, that we're consistent. I asked, do you know what the funny thing is? One of the topics you, before we, sorry, sorry, no, continue, continue. No, no, no say what you're going to say. Do you know what you wrote? You, so Mickey wrote a topic and goes, right, dream celebrity, or dream Just dream guest. Right? And I took out my iPad and was going to write names, and John, I wrote, I goes, me because I don't have to plan any time during them. Like, That's fucking brutal. Well, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I couldn't give a fuck if Stephen Bartlett was going to come on because I was like, I actually couldn't be off working around him. It is hard to work around. Yes, that is one thing. Because it's, it's three people. It's hard yeah. enough for me and you. It's it's like three people having to organize one time during the week. Now that sounds really easy, but it's three people with shitty, weird schedules. Like you're a night, you work nights, I work days, and yeah. then it's. It, you work weekend nights and I oh it's just and then you add in a third person and they're they're the guests so they feel like they can pick the time well they have oh, to pick the time like <laughs> but and also you're never going to have somebody on on a podcast that isn't busy you know the whole point of them being on a podcast is because they've they've like they've a certain stage of their life where they're doing well or they're they're busy doing certain stuff and it's yeah, not like for sure, I know what you mean. Yeah, so they're gonna be quite busy in their own way. Um but going back to what we've learned also, it's a lot of commitment doing every week for a hundred weeks. Mate, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like it does a set of the present sense. Like, like I, think I well, just think it's tough, the- like it's it is people don't realise how tough it is to just people are gonna be like they're like it's only an hour. It's only an hour, and you're like, it is only an hour, but it doesn't matter if the hour is four no, o'clock no, or no, five no. o'clock. Show what the prime example this is. Everybody who's played a sport yeah. will understand this because if you have, say you had GA or soccer or hurling or you had fucking Taekwondo practice at 8 p.m. on a Tuesday, your Tuesday is not your Tuesday. It's centered around that one thing because yeah. you have to be there for a set of time. As much as you can say, ah, well, Joe, I'm still good today, you still can't really go anywhere on that day. It's yeah. not that, do you know what I mean? It's still like a commitment. Or you can't so, go in the drink. Yeah, well, that's it. Do you know what I mean as well? It's one of them things where it adds up over time. I feel like there is loads to learn off it. Uh, that dream guest, who would yours be? I'd like to be interested. I'd be interested in that. Um, dream guest. 
Ben Francis, but it'd be quite boring. Yeah, I think that would be boring. I think I'd rather. But I would, I would want to talk about the early days, not these days. These days would be boring as fuck for him. I'm He's talking dead. about the early days when he was making the t-shirts in his in his, his bedroom. bedroom. Yeah. And if anybody doesn't know, Ben Francis is the the part creator of Jim Shark. He'd yeah, be one I of them. Um, who else? I would take a comedian. I'd maybe take somebody like Kevin Bridges or something. Kevin Bridges would be good, don't I? With no I chance. It's very random, but it's just one of them things where we go completely pear-shaped. Yeah, well, even one of them local comedians. It's funny. Yeah, like Shane Todd would be very good. I think Shane Todd would be good. Paddy McDonald would be good. Mickey Bard would be funny. I'm a very. I'm not quick with. I'm not a quick too. So like, I just know they would rip me to bits. So I would have a nightmare. So. I feel like one of them would be quite good. I know you could go and say fucking on Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, or you could say like some massive names. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could say Will Smith, but I, I don't know how much value I would get off of that. Like, I would need. I think we'd get value off Will Smith compared to someone like Kanye West, who you oh would get absolute would zero fucking value. Terrible Kanye West from maybe right. or something. <laughs> Before it's just lost the plot. Before he went completely bananas. So he's declared war now on people. Did you see that on Twitter? No, I haven't seen that. He put up a, a badly photoshopped Captain America film poster with his face over Captain America's. You know, the Civil War? What was yeah. that Captain America's Civil War? Well, he's remade yeah. that and he's put his face over Captain America and over the body's face. He's put Pete Davidson. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then Kid Cuddy, Kim Kardashian, and a couple of other people. <laughs> Oh my god, he's a he's a funny cunt though. Give him that, like he's a winger. He doesn't give a fuck. He's an absolute um, lunatic. But I don't know. Yes, why he's what? But like, well, let's kind of go. See, see, speaking of war, what do you? If you if you if you're a betting man, would you bet that Russia's going to invade Ukraine? No. There we go. That's that answer. I don't think they will. I can't. I, I honestly don't know what the fuck's going on over there. It seems a bit mental. Yeah. Sorry, I know that's the thing, the thing about there. the thing about all that is, there's probably a lot more to it than we we know. So oh, there's fucking mountains more. Like there's it's but so much. Stuff. Keep it's trying to keep on topic. Uh, dream guests. I'm trying to think who else I'd really like to have on it. Not a fan of the politics. No, no, I wouldn't have any politicians on. Anyway, well, unless you get to give them a bit of shit. Who's in charge of Russia at the minute? Putin. But maybe he'd be good guess. No, because we'd both end up dead. <laughs> You'd be like, practically, Putin, it's... <laughs> practically, you can't go to war with Ukraine, practically. Because we have to... Jumping right in here, guys, 100%. Um, you can't go to war because it's going to... I have to go to Dubai and have to fly over part of Russia. It's probably not going to work for me, Vladimir. <laughs> so practically, can we just knock us in the head? It's just one of those things. <laughs> just one of those things, Vladimir. The war doesn't work for me. You know, it's I, I, my, the coach. it's not good for the coaching. It's not good for the air travel. You know, I'm too, I'm too stocky to be brought into the army. You know, if it's World War Three, you might be, you'd still be at the age where you could be conscripted. Me? What age is it? You can be conscripted. 18, 28, 28 or twenty nine or something. From what? Twenty eight. From eighteen to. 28 I think it is Fuck I thought you'd be older than that No 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 no. Oh, so you're safe as houses I'm safe as houses You're You're gonna be a wee bit of cannon fodder They'll be like Aim for the Aim for the the wide fella 
<laughs> You'll be running about with a headband. <laughs> the camo one would come in you still. Headband running about with the blue light glasses through a fucking Warfield. <laughs> Practically, lads, let's get this, let's get it over this, right? <laughs> you and all the gym boys fucking TikToking. Stop and doing oh. TikToks. <laughs> oh man, I'm fucking with that too. The headband's the funniest thing. I fucking Sean Casey. Sean Casey be running about with an air fryer, fucking throwing, <laughs> throwing chicken balls at people. Oh, well, shout out to Sean Casey. I think he's released a new book, so go he buy has. that air fryer book. Well worth a look. Well worth a look because everybody loves a good air fryer recipe. It's hard to beat. Quick, easy job done. Right. Uh, Favorite guest. Yeah. We've been, we've went over this before. We've had a couple of real good ones. I think Myler was our first guest, wasn't he? No, Jimmy Ving was, was he? I thought Myler was. I think Myler was number two or three. So I thought Myler was pretty early. I quite like Myler's to be fair. It's the one that whenever people say guest, people say guest, I wasn't on for Shawnee Murphy's. So I'd say Shawnee Murphy's, Myler's, or TM Cycles are probably up there. Yeah. Um, Just because they, they Myler's really one's really good to listen to now after all he's achieved. Myler was the first That's one. That's what I mean. Um, I all he's achieved. So yeah, it's great we're to go so back and listen shite, to it. Though. Ignore us. We're terrible. Great to listen to it now. And then Jamie Gogart, Gunnery, he's, it was pretty good. TM Cycles. TM Cycle's a really good one because it's really he's just, just fucking, different. It's off the cuff. Yeah, Paul Hughes, another one who was good. Yeah, talked about being a UFC champion. Talked about being a champion of everything, and now he is a champion, just not in the UFC yet. But uh, back again, your 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 internet cut out halfway through it. My internet cut out like fucking fifteen minutes into that one. Uh, two degrees was on as well. With you two degrees, and Shawnee was Shawnee. good. Conliff's been on a load of times. Sean Casey's been on. Sean Casey's been on two times, I want to say. Three times. Maybe. Yeah, it has been. He has been on twice. Um, been the guy from Cross McGlenn. Yeah. I Which is a very good one for the, 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 the fu- guy from Connor O'Neill. Connor O'Neill. There was one of the ones where actually the football guys and the guys that are in the training got a lot from that. Which good Connor O'Neill was very, very smart. Like the thing is, if you ever, if you've ever met, met him or know yourself, performance is on Instagram. The best way to explain this is: see, for a coach, most coaches are very extroverted, like come across like loud. He's not like that. He's a very critical thinker. Is probably the best way to think about it. Yeah. yeah like if, if you had a problem and you had a room of five people, or you had to pick a couple of people to be in a room with you to solve the problem, he doesn't think like a normal person, not in a bad way, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, and I find that very good because. Uh, he looks. He just looks the world slightly differently, which I think is very hard to do. So yeah, I think I think his is very good because he he articulates himself very well as well. So yeah, it was it was a very good one. But once again, the gen, our Gen Pop listeners were probably like, "Geez, that was interesting," but wouldn't get as much from it. But exactly, anybody who plays sports yeah, and stuff would be like, "Fuck." Yeah, that's why I think whenever you take on a guest, like it's handy to take on somebody like it's it's good to take on somebody like Shawnee or Myler because. Even if you don't play GA or you don't run a business, there's still principles of the character of the person that overlap and are really nice to hear about. Yeah, and Caroline McKenna. Yeah, the Carolines are always. It was good a very, it was a very big one. She's, she's just got a good way about herself. 
she's got exact, a, the thing is caroline is a really good person deep yeah, down yeah. that comes across when she speaks because she would never say a bad word but i do you know what actually hers is pretty fucking good the thing is though it's just a case of whenever you whenever you run through caroline so it, she's got such an engaged listenership do you know yeah. what i mean like they cross over so you get a lot of feedback about her because it's not her asking the question she's getting asked and i think on her podcast she's guests on constantly yeah i think a lot of her listeners actually want to listen to her not them to an extent probably well she does do a bit of solo stuff too but she also does a lot of content with her talking on her instagram yeah so every day she kind of has a mini two or three minute podcast yeah because she showed me her dms before they're fucking bananas yeah i mean i honestly don't know why uh, probably because Myler's recently won the All Ireland. I think that's a good one to go back to, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's a good one because you get a you get an insight into just the drive of a guy, and then you fast forward less than two years later, and he's achieved what he, what he set wanted. out to achieve. And yeah. it's always good when you see a, well, it's not the start of the journey, but the start of that mini cycle. Uh, because now you, you now people will be interviewing him flat out because of it. But the thing is, that's not the mindset you need. You need the mindset from that got him there. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; that'll obviously overflow. But it's it's like before Ronaldo was the one of the best footballers in the world. You want to know what his mindset was like the weeks, but and the build up to it. Because yeah. I'm sure there was times where he had doubt, he had this or that. Whereas obviously now it's a little fight, but it's that build up because that's the hardest part. See, he's he's a very he's he's very methodical in everything he does. This, this is a mark. This is a mark of Conor Miller. Went through whatever he went through, pushed himself, won the Holy Grail, won the All Ireland, got his All Star, just missed out on Player of the Year. Straight away, he was reaching out to the throne players who won All Irelands in the past, and he was like, "What way did you go at the following year with the target in your backs, being a champion?" No, he's, he was already working himself because he knew his mindset would have to change from being a challenger to be a champion. So he wanted to talk to boys who walked in them shoes before him to get yeah. their take on him, which I was just thinking, when I was told about this, I was just like, fucking hell. Like. So there's no off button on, on that, like, what a... But I thought that was good. Um, we have some questions. We have some yes. questions as always, Tony. I'm ready, baby. Well, first of all, Straight away. And this is what I love about our listeners. Oh, no. You went easy on Tony's headband. That's it. That was, that was a statement. Or either you two boys watching the Super Bowl. Who wrote that he went easy on my headband? Not telling you. You wrote that in yourself. No, it wasn't me. Uh, I love the way. Uh, are you watching the Super Bowl? I'm not going to lie. Uh, no, I do enjoy the NFL. I'm not going to lie. But I've not kept up to date with it at all of you. Yeah, I watch the highlights every week. I watch at least one match a week. Um, I won't. I'll be DJing tonight. But I'll, I won't even catch the second half because I'll be driving home after DJing. Um, it is the Cincinnati Bengals against the LA Rams. And who would you put money on here? The Rams. Um, I want the well. I like Joe Burrows, the quarterback for the Bengals, because he's he's a bit cheeky. But I like Matthew Stafford, who's the quarterback for the Rams. So I think it's the Rams, don't I? It is the Rams, I. It is the Rams. Yeah, I've double checked. Um. Yeah, I don't really care who wins. Um, as long as it's a good game. Um. So yeah. Uh, why do coaches still prescribe? 
fat and carb ratios even though it has no difference on body composition do you want me to take this yeah I'd just like to say that uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll jump in here boys in I'll terms just... of actual rights so this is where this gets a little bit layered up right so you will hear everybody in the entire fitness industry say right now that the only thing that matters is a calorie deficit and that is correct if your name is Tom or Janet and you're 35 and you're fat as fuck and you just need to lose weight yeah if you are a performance athlete if you are if you're a performance if, athlete like myself or Tony or even if you want to get in better shape there is a there's a nutrition hierarchy of pyramid right so at the bottom we have calories after that we have macros right so let's take for example you're saying that the carbs and fat ratio does not matter it does because if you have zero fats your hormones won't be regulated you might get joint issues so realistically, you need at least 0.5 grams of fat minimum per, per kilogram of body weight. So realistically, if you're needing 100 kilo man, you want 50 grams of carb, or for, sorry, 50 grams of fat. That will be a minimum of what you want. The rest you can realistically fill up how you want. In my opinion, though, there's issues whenever you go too high with fats or too high with too too high too low carbs. So for example, say you are cutting and you go really high fats, you're gonna get probably hungry quite quickly because you're eating a load of high like density foods you're eating peanut butter you're eating avocado it's not really going to fill you so that's the reason why when co like for example i dad somebody i tend to keep their fats around that 0.5 and i have their carbs really high and i go to them don't be going really high on your fats yes you can enjoy them and that's fine with your calories but you're better with high carbs because it's going to keep you full right and then say you're a bulking individual right and this is my honest opinion right everybody in the fucking entire country will say oh just drill your fats up really high it's really easy to get them in it is if you're bulking short term if you're bulking long term it's shown that if you eat really really high fats for long time periods my coach has, has linked me this stuff on this because i didn't know this here until joe told me a couple weeks back probably about a couple months back because i was doing high fat foods for bulking and if you have really high fat foods where you bulk long term like really high like say one gram per kilogram so 100 grams for 100 kilo meal you can slow down digestion quite a lot because then foods are slow digesting and then that can make you less hungry and you struggle to then get the calories in rather than if you had a bigger plate of rice or pasta or that because they digest a wee bit quicker and that's what he's told me so there is a matter to it so i believe that if you can really simplify something like we do with like saying like calorie deficit is absolute king that's number one simplifying something is super super important but there is areas where you can optimize and tweak now i believe that you can write everything you need to know in a in a, in a small fucking post-it note but nutrition hierarchy is calories macros micronutrients and then it go, we go into the types of meal timing and then sups so that's the layer of them say like from a pyramid you know you've got your base and you build up so that's the reason in which they matter so the thing is if you think that carbs and fats don't matter at all you're not tuned in enough in my opinion in terms of built muscle because try and work out with a really high fat diet and a really low carb diet you're not fueling yourself full of glycogen for your sessions there's a reason that pro bodybuilders usually load up on carbs and take insulin because it helps with training so it shoves the carbs into the muscle that allows them to train harder recover faster so in my opinion you're always better running with a high carb ratio and a semi-low fat ratio of something like 0.5 0.4 and 0.7 grams per kilogram i think anything over that is probably convenience and maybe not proper planning you should be going higher carbs like my macros right now i fuck i wouldn't even know them off the top of my head but it'll be 250 protein 
So that'll be 2.5 grams per kilogram body weight. I'll have 50 fat, which is 0.5 grams. And I'll fill every last bit up with carbs. And the only thing that changes when I diet and when I bulk is carbs. Nothing yep. else. Up and down, up and down. That's the only one. It's not because carbs are bad. It's just because it makes more sense. You're fueling yourself and then you're cutting down. And it means you're only changing one variable. Uh, that is the reason in which that matters. I probably went a wee bit too heavy on that, but that is something which doesn't matter for gen pop where if you're just trying to lose a couple pounds, but if you're trying to optimize, make sure you look like a fucking unit, that's when it matters. Yeah. Or performance. As, as a statement goes, not all calories are created equal. Yeah, exactly. As much as there's no such thing as bad foods and people love that, there is uh, still a thing of like, you're going to get a lot more nutrients from a fucking salad than a Mars bar. Yeah. But there's a moderation. If you can't have a fucking salad and then you go and have a fucking Mars bar after because you're craving it so much and you're restricting, that's a nightmare. But at the same time, you shouldn't be like that. If you're craving food so badly, you're probably dieting too hard. Like, But yeah, hope that sort of answers that. So in my opinion, it does matter to an extent. It, 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 it you'll hear a lot of that oh, calorie yeah, that's 100% right yeah but it's oversimplifying it so people understand it because that's the right thing to do because a lot of people are too worried about keto or carb cutting or X, Y, or Z but when you talk about the higher nutrition things of sport performance that's the way you would go yeah 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 calorie calories in versus calories out is like king. It's, it's king but it's the most simplified form of it yeah exactly there's yeah. other layers there's other layers on it but it is, it is, if, if that balance isn't Like, ticked. you'd still lose weight, like, don't get me wrong, yeah. you'd probably lose the same amount of weight if you're, if you just had the same calories as, if your carb and fat ratio wasn't a big deal. But the thing is, what would your muscle training, what would your training be like on weights on the yeah. pitch if you were running really low carbs? What would your pump be like in the gym? How much muscle would you retain because you're not maybe training as hard? Do you know, how well will you sleep? Do you know, there's other things that come into yeah. play, so, uh, yeah, that's a bit of a weird one, but I hope that answers it. What's your guys' views on the Tinder swindler? Did you watch it yet? No, I haven't. I've seen it on Netflix every week, and I didn't know if it clicking it or not, because I haven't been on Tinder in years. <laughs> Tell me, and it's about some guy that uh, <laughs> takes all the money off women, doesn't he? Yeah. So it's a guy who... You per- Tinder? No. It's a That's guy who... This, this show's actually not about Tinder at all, like... <laughs> The, not that he meets women on no, Tinder. No, he originally meets them on Tinder, but he quickly moves on to Instagram or somewhere. Instagram, I. Um, yeah, well, that's smart. So he meets these girls, and he's a, he's a rich Israeli... I think he owns a diamond company. And he wines and dines these girls, and all of a sudden he needs a bit of money off them because bank cards get broke or lost, and um, just different... He, creates these wee scenarios and these girls lend him money and take out loans and lend him money and then he pays them back so a girl like one of the girls like lends him 200 grand and then and he pays it back to her within 7 hours gives her 250 grand back yeah so then she thinks that she's good to lend him money and make money yeah yeah. yeah. no she no no she say. doesn't they well they claim now this is this is probably where this question is going to go just she just fell in love with this guy, but uh, it starts off um, a girl matches with a guy on Tinder. I think she's like half Swedish. She lives in London, and she's good looking. She's all right. No, she's, she's not. Older go- woman. No, no, they're late twenties, mid twenties, maybe. So typical good. blonde Swede. Um, just probably not as good as some of the Swedish girls, and 
They decide to meet for coffee straight away off the bat. He replies they're within 20 seconds of match and they meet for a coffee. And they're meeting in the coffee in a fancy hotel. Then he turns around and goes, um, I have to fly to Brussels for business. Do you want to come? And she goes, yeah. Now, for me, you've met someone for coffee. And now all of a sudden, within two hours, you're on a private plane flying to Brussels with him. How the fuck is he affording a private plane? Because he's swindling other people. Pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the, here's the part that didn't sit well with me. The girl went on one date for coffee with a guy, didn't know anything about him, and then was willing to fly to Brussels because the guy was seemingly nice in that hour she met him. Yeah, but people are like that. People want a romantic fairy tale where the man's going to come. that would be like saying... He, no, no, you know what? And then skip to the end of that day. They slap each other that night, which shit happens. Things have got to happen. First dates happen, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> He flew her to Brussels, did he? Flew her to Brussels with his ex-girlfriend, his child, his bodyguards, the whole lot, all flew to Brussels. But the weird thing is here, right? In my opinion, she's, she didn't know nothing about this boy, right? He, right. And she was willing to fly to Brussels, get treated like royalty on a private plane. So she wanted something from him. Yeah, she wanted the most. Yes, yes. So yes. she technically was kind of, didn't know if she liked him or not. She can say all she wants, all really liked him. You met him for a fucking cappuccino. Coffee. Yeah. So she was getting something off it. And then the tables turned when he called her. Yeah, I suppose that's quite interesting. Like, do you think he's cool? But then, but at the same, like, at the same, yeah. at the same time, she might have been looking to stay with him long term. Yes, she might have been initially in it for the money, but like, it's one of them things where money is an ambition, it's attraction. So I don't, I don't find it like you can't hate her for that. It's one of no, 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 don't hate her for it. But it's kind of like. I don't know if she was gonna like she was hardly gonna swindle him, but she was probably happy enough. Well, she kind of tactically, if no, she took a she took a like a a private plane for a guy she met an hour before to a foreign country. Like it's just like who does that shit? Like I know you see it in fairy tale American fucking teen dramas and whatever, but how dangerous? First of all, is that there? Yeah, like first thing that comes to my mind is taken. Yeah, like you know, she goes away with him, minted, and he just takes her, and she's wearing the fucking sold off. Yeah, it's just very strange. It'd be like it'd be like meeting someone on Tinder and going to Starbucks in Belfast for a coffee, and then them ending up back in your house that very like an hour later. Like you'd still yeah, people people happens, like- but, aye, but people would still judge that girl for doing that. But yet, this girl who flew across the country, or well, flew across Europe, they're like, oh, fuck, he, you know, oh, I feel so sorry for him. And they're thinking, well, it's, I was just real. And where does he go? Does he just disappear off the face of the earth? No, no, he strings them along, but there's three or four he's stringing along at the same time. He must be balancing the money between them. That's smart as fuck. Uh, I don't know how, I don't know how. He, what he looks like. Uh, he's still on Instagram. He's probably gonna make a living off teaching people. Well, he's still driving. Thing. Well, he did start a he did start a wee uh, selling thing, but he's driving about What's in a his Ferrari. Name on Instagram. Uh, I don't know. Good, he must be a good looking man. Uh, he's alright looking fella, but I just don't know. I was just wild. I felt so sorry for the girls in a way that they lost so much money and they were taking payday loans out, but also 
like there was red flags all over the place. Is his name? What's his name? I don't know. James Carter? No. No. <laughs> no. Some man's taking the hashtag Tinder swindler on this. <laughs> I don't think this boy's going to call himself the Tinder swindler. He did take his Instagram down for a few days because he was getting a bit of backlash, but I think it's up again. No backbone. But uh, I don't know. It just it was just weird. It's weird the way people reacted to it. That it was very okay for her to meet a guy and an hour later be on his private plane flying to a different country. That's what everybody wants. You know, you want to meet somebody randomly and him just be your prince charming. Like that's like a fairy tale. Yeah. So I think it's one of the things where like you 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 want to turn around and go fuck it. Joey you know, seems all right. So I don't know. It's me. It's one of them things where for me it's like. Uh, I wouldn't really think of the negatives if something like that happened to me. I'd just be thinking the positive, but I would never lend anybody. I think it's stupid because I would never lend anybody like that money. Yeah. That shorter term. Like to be lending somebody more than in my opinion, to be lending somebody more than like say if you're if you're just a normal person like for her, say is was she a normal or was she well off? Um well I don't know. I think she should probably all right off because she's yeah, but said to lend living somebody in London and stuff. even twenty grand, not two hundred grand. Like you would need to know them ten years. I think she knew him three weeks at that stage, three or four weeks. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, that's like me letting a fucking a girlfriend of three weeks twenty grand or something. That's fucking nuts. Like, yeah, it's a good show, but people stupid. should watch it and make up your own people mind. People that fucking yeah, but and as much as they're saying she, he swindled her and money and all, like, fuck me. I had a boy write to me last night, and he linked me. He, he linked me a PayPal. He, or he sent me a screenshot of his PayPal saying he had invested five hundred pound in something and he got ten grand back in two days. Right. And he DM me some crypto miner person. And I was like, right there on crypto. Yeah, it does make people money all of there. And I goes to him, why are you linking me this? And he goes, I think it'd be good for you to invest in. And I was like, mate, what the fuck? And then he goes, you should just DM her and give her 500 pounds. I got 10 grand from it. Oh, I, I seen, go, I seen people in Belfast. I think that's a hack. Someone's hacked their Instagrams. And I just goes to them. Uh, I just wrote back to them. I never click any links. And I just wrote back to them. Goes, this looks like a scam. And I goes, this probably is a scam. I'm actually gonna post this. And then all of a sudden, it was like, no, 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 no. It's all right. And I was like, because it fucking is a scam. Because uh, like, that person your chat does like, the scammer. But I feel like if you give a person like that, it's like do you know whenever people. I was doing the competitions, and this is maybe in street, and people were messaging people off like fake accounts to me with yeah. 30 followers going yeah. you've won the competition give me your bank details and I was taking 20 quid off them no offense you deserve to have 20 quid taken off you for giving some random fucking Instagram account your details to take money out because <laughs> why would I need your fucking three digits on the back uh, like do you know what I mean like common fucking like fair enough if I'm some internet fake do you know why there's some of them boys that are really really tuned in but come on like, somebody's messaged you on Instagram and you, you fuck about it's one of the things where you have to have that cop on you have to be smart i know they're i know it's their job and they're smart but at the same time it's an expensive lesson but you need to learn a lot you need to be smart because it's going to constantly happen to you yeah well that's it i if it happens once it'll happen again every time every time you need to be smart with it and don't get me wrong i've gave my car details away on the phone by accident and had to go cancel it and <laughs> have you? To... Uh, no do you know what happened to me i didn't give them away so what happened was i got uh I was waiting on a delivery for something. It was about two, three months ago, four months ago, maybe more. Maybe it could, could be a year. Anyway, I was waiting on delivery for something, and I got an, an email from DHL, right? Oh, you got caught like, out in partial, that one. Your partial will be delivered between three and four, and I got an email back that same day at four o'clock saying, we had called, you weren't in. Please just ring 
ring us uh, to confirm to or ring. No, it was like please just fill in the below form. We'll repost tomorrow. So I just fill in the form. No car details. No nothing. It was just what it was. Your address. Your name. And then it asked what payment method you use. So I was like, it was like card, and it was I was just like Ulster Bank card, and that was it. There's no details. And then I got a phone call about three days later. It was it was obviously a follow up phone call, you know, from a scam. Yeah. And it was like, hey, look, we've noticed that uh, there's been unusual activity in your card. Can you just confirm the last purchases? And it was like a a PS4, an Apple Mac, an Apple iPhone. And then it was like, oh, and something from DHL is coming on here. It's like a, from Gymshark. It was like three, to- it's coming across like 2789. Was that your last night? It goes, yeah, 2789. I definitely did. didn't do the rest. And they were like, well, your card's been compromised. And then all of a sudden they were asking all these questions. Yeah. They'd made up to you know, the three fake things. Yeah. And then they'd give me one real thing. Yeah. It was like the last transfer, which I actually thought was quite smart. I didn't give away my details. But like they were like, look, we need to we need to get you into branch or online here and talk through some things. And I was like, No, I don't trust this. I'm gonna and I actually just went straight and I goes, You can hold on. And I goes, I went outside my door and I was like, Fuck, I wonder is this true? And I goes, I'm just gonna drive down the branch now. And I just got out of my car and I goes, right, turn on the car now. I'm going to drive down the branch and just hung up. And I yeah. go, there you go. That's how you know it's fake. But the thing is, very, very good. Like, do you know what I mean? So at yeah. the same time, like, if I had to give my money away, though, that's my own being a moron as much as I don't like the myth. Yeah. I got scammed once when I was young. Well, I didn't get scammed. It was somebody tried to hack my PayPal account. And oh, they hacked terrible. it and took, like, just bought something for 100 quid. But I got on to PayPal and PayPal are fast as fuck. Give you the 100 quid back. And then that evening, I got a phone call. You spent it, yeah. And it was uh, PayPal Dublin. And PayPal Dublin. PayPal at the time didn't have a Dublin office. But I didn't know this. And they rang and they were just like, about, I'll put you through the security check. And done the security check. I was chatting to this guy. And he was just going over stuff and over stuff. And I was like, where, where is this again? And he goes, PayPal Dublin. And I googled and there was no PayPal Dublin. Because <laughs> um, they'd literally just started the like the work at that area or someone or wherever it was going Dundalk or wherever it was going and then I just turned around and I says oh you're the fucking guy who scammed my money and he went silent and I was like isn't it and the boy just went yeah and then hung up the phone that's a fucking mess just hung up the phone I just what, clo- are, uh, what are questions do you have before going to scams do you want down to scam central be like phone jacker here for fuck's sake is there any fitness influencers that use rate or do you think they're all a con? That's like a scam, another scam question. Scam out of it. Scam question. Uh, honestly. Influencer wise, no, there is fitness professionals. Like I like hypertrophy coach. I like N1 education. But they're not influencers, they're educational people like so. Hypertrophy Coach. Who's that? That's one of the muscle enters. That's Joe Bennett. No, he's from the states. He's probably like the original sort of me and He was you know Joe. Man? He was on Muscle Matters podcast. Yes, that's exactly you know him. Uh, yeah. So it's one of the ones where I feel like it just depends, but I feel like it's so tough now. In a, it, it's so tough to know who's actually trying to help you, who's trying to con you, who's just being different for the sake of it. So it's knowing what angle they're taking at it. Like, yeah. Another question: Why does Tony now follow seventeen people? Oh, good question, right? So I'll give you the I'll give you the, the dead honest truth for this one, right? <laughs> you forgot you weren't following people and started following people again. I know I'm down to twelve now. I actually unfollowed like five or six yesterday, right? So first up, let's run through this. Uh, 
uh, when I was meeting people in Dubai, and this is me being honest, you're like you're bumping into groups of people, yeah, and you're having the crack with them, and they go, oh, and you're talking to them for five minutes, and now that it's not, what's your number? It's what's your Instagram? Yeah, and or they're going, oh, I can't find you. Let me give you my like. They would go give us your phone. I'll take it off. But they would just hit follow immediately. Yeah. Or if they follow me and I was standing right beside them, they would look at me as I hit follow. So then I would follow them and then I would wait. So I was like, whenever I leave Dubai here, I'll start following people. I'm go. going back to zero. See the difference in my fucking mental piece following 12 people. James Goff. Yep, all these people I met. Halimi Danny. Helmi. No, no, no. Halimi's actually, uh, actually somebody I was chatting the other day. I want to follow him. Deny. Good man. Really, really smart. Is he? Yeah, very, very good coach. Uh, so you want to fill his boys? He was on with Phil for a little no, bit, but no, he actually left because no. he similar reasons to me. Uh, he caught on. That was a fucking con. But, well, no, realistically, Phil was getting rid of check-ins and stuff, and it just it wasn't it wasn't how I wanted to coach. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're doing like a leverage coach system, so like where you coach people, and then they sort of tick if they're. If the tech, like, for example, I have a traffic light system in my coaching, so I have a green, amber, red. So at the bottom of the check, and you tell me if you feel your green, amber, red, and I know if you hit red, you feel like shit is hitting the fan. Green, I know things are good. Amber, I know to keep a little bit of a closer eye on you. Yeah. But with with the way they want to run things, it was if you hit green, that you don't really get a check in at all, whereas I don't feel like that's really on no. the money because for me, it doesn't matter if you're green. I still need to tweak things. I still need to have a chat with you. I just know that you're not in a bad way whereas I, I i feel like just because you're smashing it you shouldn't get less attention of anything you should get more yeah uh, so i don't know it was just one of the things and i think also just time it came up you know i feel like it's whenever you're with like whenever i'm with joe for three or four years uh, you, you just you know what there's you know what to do you understand them you understand how they work you understand the process you're, you're just it's not the same the accountability goes so yeah just a bit of a different one but i don't know uh a lot of people catch on that you follow people. I didn't even notice that. A lot of people notice that whenever I was following one person, but uh, <laughs> at the same time, I'm going back to zero. I'm not going to lie. You see, the ha- I love just whenever I click on my Instagram and it says you've all caught up and it, there's nobody on my feed. It's far better. See, now that there's even 12 or 13 people, I see the same shit and I scroll through the same shit constantly. Yeah. So they'll all be getting unfollowed short and sweet again now, SAP, just for my sanity. So when are you, when are you back from skiing? Uh, I am back Saturday morning. I'm coming to the coming home actually for a couple of days. Are you? I was gonna go straight to London and then fly to Las Vegas, but I'm debating it now, so I'm gonna wear that up. I'm gonna come home on Saturday and then plan that. Debating not going to Vegas? Just wearing it up because I need to come home and sort a few things out. I've got a uh, issues with one of my houses and I need to sign it in paper. It needs to be a wet signature, this this one house. So the longer I'm away, the this I need that signed, I need that approved. Right. And I have another house coming through that needs wet signed, so I need to be home for that. And right. I wanted to go to Vegas, but I wanted to do the California after. I didn't want to just go to Vegas, go on the rip, and then four days later flight. I didn't want an eleven hour flight. What do you mean the rip? The three drinks? Four hard fucking red four balls hard, and bottles. Pure pure lit. Pure lit, it, sir. Eleven hour flight for three, four days in the rip. Don't get me wrong, I don't mind that, but fuck, that's tough going. I wanted to make like a a couple weeks of it. So now I'm just went up. Would I be better going a semi different time and actually taking a month or two in California? Yeah. Rather than rushing it, because you know what's going to end up happening. I'm going to end up flying there, then flying home, then have to fly out to Dubai again because I have to be there every. I have to be there once every six months. Yeah. So 
uh, it just it's a bit of a handling so I went that up and I wouldn't my, obviously I miss family and all that carry on as well but uh, there's a few things in your sort and I'm having issues with this Dubai bank and all it's fucking just you know we you know, people will understand this do you know whenever the wee small things just end up taking up loads of fucking time mm, yep things that shouldn't take up time end up taking up loads but yeah there's a that's it I'm home on Saturday touchdown Dublin oh Jesus don't remember don't be all crowded in the airport at once let me through let me through with a metal wee <laughs> as she go through the airport you hear that it's people cheering. <laughs> okay, um, I'll get you some these sound, sounds yet. <laughs> so one day, what day? We could even fit in maybe an impersonal one there somewhere down there. That wouldn't be bad. We could do an impersonal. Impersonal be good, especially if we film it and we get uh, Paul to like cut bits and pieces. Oh, I call my mortal enemy, Paul. Mortal enemy. Uh, Shout yeah, out to the Kilku be- boys who listen, all Ireland champions. Unbelievable. Fair play, these. See you see tomorrow night in the Hatfield, lads. Did you reckon that's where they'll be? They will over that's that where they'll be. It's a fucking home of champions, don't they? <laughs> Why aren't they there every Sunday then? Well this is going out on Monday, Tony. Tomorrow night will be Tuesday. So what night are they gonna be there? Tuesday. Tuesday night's the night of champions. Tuesday night's the night of champions. Well Sunday night is technically the night of champions, but them boys they need to give the money to their own home. Home bars first, Quinn's, Quinn's Newcastle be the place to go with them boys tonight being Sunday, Tuesday night they'll be in the Hatfield Yeah, it'll go into Belfast for a full heavy rip won't it? Full heavy rip, four or five days Fuck, well you would have to, uh, that's some achievement Holy fuck For such a small place, tiny That's, that's exactly, that's what's beautiful about it though Brother, All the Brannigan brothers I was going to say between the, the Johnsons, Johnsons and the Brannigans, the fucking nerve <laughs> more than half the squad. Brannigans and Johnsons, uh, that's this makes up about six or seven of them, anyway. Yeah, it does. It would make up about six or seven, one hundred percent. Shows you though as well. But as much as it can be born in you, you know, it's, it's talent, but it's also fucking extremely hard work. They're dedicated. Fucking drive. You know, you don't want to let down the boys down. You don't want to let down the town down. It's parish pride. It's fucking. It's unbelievable. There, yeah. Unbelievable. Well, so fair play to them boys. Whatever questions you got, big dog. That's all the questions done, Tony. Are we done and dusted? Done and dusted. Jesus, what a weird shite 100 episodes. Sorry for anybody that listened through that. Weird one. But you know what? It's kind of typical of the the, the last 100. <laughs> Why change the theme now? Why you change Jubilee? the theme now? 100 Jubilee episodes. Jubilee isn't even the right word. Jubilee stands for 25th or 50th. How uh, do you know that? Centurion is the 100th. The century? Century, the century of the muscle and hustle. Century. Have you got a Have you got a name for this one? No, I don't have a name until I upload them. Do you? And then you just think that's beautiful. That's no, just one. whatever the first thing comes to my head. Do you have a favorite name for one that I've ever called a podcast? Yeah, like some of them were very well done. I think like there was a couple of funny ones. Tony the terrorist was a good one. I thought Tony uh, the terrorist is a very good one. Um, don't mention the pogues. You hate the pogues. Uh, What is it? Uh, I read for them. I be I actually think they're very, very good. Some of the ones were in the. Some of the ones were in the. Didn't realize there's podcast called Muscle for Life and all. Fucking hell. Tony the Terrorist. Is that your favorite? Tony the Terrorist. That I got one. It's got alliteration and all. People love that look. The Return of We Tony. 
<laughs> Avril Lavigne dead question mark <laughs> that's fucking wild <laughs> there was a lot of conspiracies over the 100 episodes uh, people way. people keep asking us to go down another rabbit hole of conspiracies we haven't talked about one we'll in a while next week but we could do that next week um, the rise that was a wee bit of a poke it poke it somebody we'll do we'll do the we'll do conspiracies next week I think that'll be beautiful that'll be funny as fuck they're always a clean laugh making Yuri great again <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. What about hey. Conliff didn't get engaged anyway, lads? But none of these went and congratulated him either way, which is a shame. I kept checking up on his fucking Instagram on the Monday morning, and not one of these went to congratulate the fella. It'd be funnier if it was now. Well, you know what? Might as well let the cat out of the bag now. Tony's getting engaged when he's skiing in France. No, that's such a lie. It's not even wise. That's why he start following more people. He has to get their wedding list up. Trust me. Because he unfold everybody, nobody likes him anymore. But alright guys, we're gonna shoot on here. Things to do, people to see, DJ on the night. Have the do- the dog to walk. Have the dog to walk. Really see, the dog. Dog. see a man about a dog. See a man about a dog, but here guys, cheers for tuning in. Oh wait, 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 wait. Is there any update on who give us a f- uh four star? No, I haven't got any touching point. No, nobody nobody's nobody's came to me about it either. But I'll tell you what. We have 57 That's good Reviews now Fair play to What were we last week? We were 40-something last week Yeah, big, big up It must have been a good episode last and week And they've all been five last. stars So fair play to you guys But also, if you find out Who gave us the four star And the only person it wasn't I know for a fact It was Neil Collins There you go Neil Collins Decided he'd go out of his way to tell me <laughs> It wasn't him well, there you go. Just in case he thought it was, I would say that makes him prime suspect. I think that actually Neil Collins, that is that's good thinking. I think it was you. You know, always the person who denies the crime first. Like he did, he did. We had no need to message you, and he's messaged you. Paul Lahorn's my prime suspect. Because <laughs> he edits my videos. Because he edits your videos. He's my mortal enemy. I in made it. I made him. And he you won't give me the res- he won't give me the respect for for it. And also, he's from Armagh. You and said that about me too. You know that I made you. But you're not from Armada. You going to Base Hunter and Yuri? <laughs> I broke up there completely and I don't even, I don't even want you to repeat it. I broke you, up and all I got that was Nuri. Are you going to Base Hunter and Yuri? Me, no way. Base Hunter's warm up for me. I'm going to do posing on stage after him. <laughs> in he lives in Dubai too. You two used be best friends. Oh, fuck. Right, I'm away on. Good luck. Now you're gone. <laughs>